Mercer New, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 11th of August, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. On Monday the 8th, the head of the primary health care development agency said the country has vaccinated about 25% of the eligible population against the coronavirus. However, unfortunately, this is far from the target of vaccinating over 70% of the population by the end of the year. To increase the vaccination rate, the government said that it will launch an intense campaign and a door-to-door vaccination strategy, which will take the jabs directly to citizens in their homes and offices. Speaking of vaccines, fortunately, yellow fever has a wide vaccination coverage in the country. On Friday the 5th, the Center for Disease Control said it had vaccinated 45 million citizens against the disease in the last two years. Still, the World Health Organization, or WHO, said that 160 Nigerians are at risk of getting infected. The WHO assured it will continue to work with UNICEF and dispense single-shot vaccines that build up life immunity against the disease to stop the yellow fever epidemic by 2026. In other news, the African Development Bank loaned about $134 million to the country on Thursday the 4th. The Minister of Agriculture said the loan will help increase wheat production in Carno, Cardona, in 12 other states and will reduce the food shortage in the country. The minister claims the Russian invasion of Ukraine caused the shortage. And what other measures is the government taking to combat food scarcity? Well, on Friday the 5th of August, President Buhari approved about $56 million for the construction of an irrigation system. According to the executive, this system will help increase farming yield since farmers will be able to harvest crops three times a year instead of just one. Since we mentioned President Buhari, all governors in the country gave the president a list of 33 measures to put a stop to Nigeria's economic decline. The list includes giving public employees about 50 years old a one-off retirement package. Also, governors told Buhari that the state should stop subsidizing fuel and that government agencies should refrain from traveling abroad for a year. To check out the complete list, you can click the link in our show notes. On Monday the 8th, the executive approved oil company Seplat's purchase of Mobile Producing Nigeria Unlimited the Nigerian subsidiary of American oil company ExxonMobil. However, on Wednesday the 10th, President Buhari reversed the government's decision following the advice of the Upstream Petroleum Regulatory Commission, which is the regulator responsible for upstream oil activity in the country. Recall that the government-owned National Petroleum Corporation won a case at court last month. The corporation tried to block the sale of these companies because it claimed it had a right of first refusal on the sale. On that note about oil, on Monday the 8th, the Minister of State for Petroleum Resources said the country loses about 400,000 barrels a day of crude oil to theft. The minister said the lost earnings are harming the economy. Moreover, on Tuesday the 9th, the Railway Corporation reduced the number of daily trips 
on the Lagos Aberdon route from 6 to 2 because of the rising cost of diesel. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has caused the cost of diesel to rise by 30% in the last five months. The Railway Corporation said it has recommended that the federal government increase the price of transport fares. On Sunday the 7th, the Hornema Museum in the UK said it will return 72 stolen sculptures to Nigeria. These are just a few of the thousands of sculptures that the British government stole during the invasion of the Benin Kingdom in 1897. The museum said the Nigerian authorities requested the return of the sculptures at the beginning of the year and that the museum decided to give them back because they had been obtained illegally. The Nigerian authorities said it's in discussions on a loan agreement with the museum. Recall that last month, a German museum returned a thousand of the stolen sculptures to the country. And on Wednesday the 10th, at a meeting with the head of the Nigerians in Diaspora Commission, former President Urbar Sanjaw called on lawmakers to amend laws to allow citizens that are abroad to vote in the general elections. Now for some travel news, on Tuesday the 9th, the opening of a new passport production center in Port Harcourt, the capital of River State, the interior minister said that it has tackled the passport shortage in the country and that the ministry has issued almost 2 million passports in the last 18 months. You can expect to wait six weeks for a new passport and three weeks for a renewal after collecting biometric data. And next up, some entertainment news. Singer Kiz Daniel was arrested on Monday the 8th for failing to perform at a music show in Tanzania on Sunday the 7th. However, the singer was released on the same day and then held a press conference on Tuesday the 9th where he apologized and promised that he would perform at a new show on Friday the 12th. Many Nigerian nationals reacted to the news on Twitter with shock. However, some users said this wasn't the first time the singer skipped a music show because Daniel didn't perform in two concerts last month in the U.S. and didn't give a reason for his absence. Amazon launched its streaming service Prime Video in the country on Thursday the 4th. It released two local movies on the same day, which were Gangs of Lagos and LOL, Last One Laughing. The price of the service is about $5 a month, and subscribers can pay in Naira, the local currency, or in U.S. dollars. Speaking of movies, on Monday the 8th, the Cinema Exhibitors Association said it generated more than $1 million from ticket sales in July, $100,000 more than in June. The top five highest-selling films were Thor, Love and Thunder, Minions 2, The Rise of Gru, Jurassic World, Dominion, Ile Owo, and Top Gun Maverick. And on a sadder note, popular novelist and film director B.I. Bandele died on Sunday the 7th. His daughter posted the news on Facebook and asked the media to respect the privacy of his family and friends as they grieved the loss by not spreading any falsehoods. The cause of his death is still unknown, and Bandele is famous for directing the film adaption of the novel Half a Yellow Sun, based on the Nigerian Civil War and the Netflix television series Blood Sisters. And to close this edition, on to some sports news. 
FIFA released its rankings on Friday the 5th, and the women's football team kept their place as the best African team. However, the team did not do so well this month in the world ranking since it ended up in 47th place, where in June it ranked 39th, probably because of its poor performance at the AFCON. The Commonwealth Games finished on Monday the 8th. The country won 12 gold, 9 silver, and 14 bronze medals and finished 7th on the final medals table. Toby Amunsan, who broke the women's 100 meters hurdle world record at the World Athletics Championship last month, set a new record in the same event at the Commonwealth Games. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. Uh, Have you been listening to our updates and still haven't recommended us to your friends? How exactly do you sleep at night? Give us a follow on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. Say go bang.